0: low gravity podcast episode two yeah, it's good to be back episode two of low gravity it's good to be here yeah i i feel honored that you joined me again mike
1: hey hey man that's that's what i'm here for i'm here to be the the voice inside your head that says things about video games that you disagree on and then gives you like talking points to, to be here for the people
0: and then, you know, as soon as we hang up, I just go and talk shit about you and say, wow, that that Mike's a real dumbass. That happens every single time. All right. So a few things on the agenda for today. I got some talking points that I want to talk about. Um, That was redundant. Anyway, talking points. We've been playing some video games. I want to hear your thoughts on the Dead Space remake further down in the show. I have some thoughts on Hogwarts Legacy as well as... Who did you Any other games that we've been playing recently, um, because I have a few things on my agenda, and some upcoming games that are coming out this week. But the big thing that I have is the state of Games as a Service. I'm not sure if you've been keeping up with any sort of video games news, but there have been numerous uh, Games as a Service games that have been shutting down recently. Um, The big one being Marvel's Avengers, which was, you know, developed by Crystal Dynamics, the people behind Tomb Raider. That had a lifespan of, I think, three years by the time it shuts down. Uh, For anyone listening who doesn't really know what a -a games-as-a-service game is, think, like, Fortnite is the easiest example, where it's a video game that has constant monetization in it, and microtransactions, season passes... Things to, like, keep players' wallets open and to keep players coming back to the game. And um, Games as a Service recently, it's been in the news a lot, Mike, where there are, I think, off the top of my head, five that have been announced shut down since the year started. I'm not sure if you're familiar with any of them. So, well, what, what's that? Like-
1: like I definitely know about Fortnite, you know, like that's like number one games as a service game. But like when I think of games as a service, right? And I think a lot of the viewers will as well. They probably immediately think like Raid Shadow Legends, right? Right. Like <laughs> that one right there is like number one in my mind. Like, right? Am I am I on the right track here? Is that something that you would classify as this particular subsect of media?
0: Yeah, games is. I think Raid Shadow Legend, Raid Shadow Legends, classifies as it for sure, and that's the one I think most people. Well, not most people, but a lot of people are gonna know because you you scroll through Instagram ads for thirty seconds, and you're gonna see one for Raid. You know, it's everywhere. I don't even know if that game exists or if it's just some sort of Ponzi scheme or something.
1: Oh, I mean, I, I don't have anything great to say about it, but I don't have any. I don't have any experience of the game, so I really can't talk crap Neither about it I. but like it's in it yeah i feel like they're getting a free plug for just me mentioning it but like that's the very first yeah we're not even sponsored by them by the way that was just like a genuinely like games as a service it raids shadow legends um that's all i think about you know what i'm saying like fortnite definitely
0: fortnite. did you hear about fortnite by the way what happened what, what's happening with fortnite i'm
1: i'm pretty sure there was that lawsuit that just hit for the people are like hey man like this isn't cool we like our kids swiped our credit cards like we need oh, our yeah. money back. And yep. yeah, they, I think they won that suit. So I think that's that's going to be a thing where they're <clears throat> getting a ton of money pulled out of Epic Games just because of like predator, predatory marketing or something along those lines.
0: Well, that's a big thing in games as a service is that predatory marketing because you think about a lot of it. You think of a uh, of a microtransaction. You think of a live service game, right? and there the one thing you're always going to see in any games as a service game is premium currency some form of currency that's exclusive to you pay real money you get this premium currency and that premium currency you can use to buy skins or you know weapons or you know stuff like that or in some really toxic video games you can use that real money to or that premium currency to level up and get ahead of the competition and so I think games as a service. I understand the appeal as a developer. You know, that's you have a flow of money coming in because people are constantly spending money on your video game to buy stupid stuff. And I've I've put money into Fortnite for skins. I've put money into Apex Legends for skins. But it's really it's made. I mean, look at FIFA. I don't. I wouldn't classify FIFA as a games as a service. But people spend thousands of dollars in FIFA every year, you know?
1: I mean, dude, you got to make them look good, bro. Like, dude, I'm playing FIFA 2023 edition. I'm playing, dude, my main, my strikers, Isaac Clark. I have Mario and the Luigi as my backup, dude. Like, bro.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's Fortnite pretty much, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. For, Fortnite Rocket League, the, the, the thing. Yeah, that one. I, I um, have... Did you know that they own that now? I didn't know that until, like, I think literally yesterday. I haven't, like, been in the dark about that one. Who do they Who, who do they own? Uh, Epic Games owns Rocket League now.
0: I think they've owned them for a while.
1: Have they? Like, I thought it was... Like, okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold your horses. Uh, I heard about it, yes, like, recently. I'm not... I believe you, you know? I, I just heard about it recently, and that's you, just striking you, to me.
0: You can always buy, like, Rocket League coins or tokens or whatever the fuck they're called R bucks um, with the uh, the epic game store and shit like that you know
1: yeah, that makes sense yeah i want some v bucks and my r bucks for exactly. sure i'm gonna
0: you know? go through what if you're looking that up real quick i'm gonna go through i have a i have a list in front of me that i put together earlier today of five games as a service games that have recently been shut down and i have their their release date and their death date so what it's what i'm calling today's games as a service graveyard <laughs> And I'm gonna try to keep up with this every podcast. If there's a games as a service that's being sent to the graveyard, I want to report on it. You know.
1: I feel that I understand. This is like um, not like it's not like a Viking send off where you're like respecting them. They're just like, see you later, sucker. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Away
0: from me. Yeah. So from the top, Babylon's Fall. This was announced a while ago that it's shutting down. You know, Babylon's Fall, made by the people who made Bayonetta, and it like came out and it bombed.
1: Yeah, wasn't it the Square Enix
0: boys that published
1: yep. that or something? S- Square yeah.
0: Enix. And so release date, March 3rd, 2022. Death date, February 23rd, 2023. So that's not even a year old. And that game is getting sent to the graveyard. Second one sent I got here. to the here, Shadow Realm. Second one I got here is Knockout City, which is the um, EA original developed by Velen Studios. It's the dodgeball game. Have you played any of that? No, I never touched it. It's okay. I played the Alpha, and I never got into the actual game, but lifespan on that one, May 21st, 2021 to June 6th, 2023. They announced that that will be shutting down after its ninth season, I think. So, bravo to them. The third one actually hurts me a little bit, because this was a Games as a Service that I, I genuinely really enjoyed. It's Rumbleverse, which is the wrestling battle royale, developed by Iron Galaxy. Ever, uh, that ever... sounds
1: really interesting. No, I didn't even know that it was a thing.
0: Oh, dude, it was um, really good. And it was published by Epic. And Epic is shuddering at, get this, Mike. The, born August 11th, 2022, died February 28th, 2023. That had six months on the market before Epic decided to close the doors on Rumbleverse.
1: You know what's really interesting about Epic is they, they don't have any qualms with like booting something up Pumping a metric ton of money into it, and then shelving or canning it later. Like that happened with Paragon. I don't know if you recall that. Oh my
0: god, it did happen with Paragon. I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, that happened with Paragon, dude. That was like that. That hurt because I'm like more into people like, like
0: Paragon, right?
1: Oh, dude, there was a ton of people like Paragon, like me included. That that was a badass game. Like, yeah. dude, it was a shooter a Moba. Like, it, and it wasn't like Smite. You know, Smite's. No offense to my players, it feels it feels dated now. Yeah, and I felt like Paragon really had something special, and they just said, "Yeah, we just uh, I don't think it's gonna make enough money off these um two dollar V Bucks nickel right. and diming antics everywhere," and I think they shut it down. Um, but what's interesting about that game, I don't know if you know this, but the I think they made the assets free to use to any developer. So there's a ton of dev teams right now trying to
0: come out with a Paragon clone. That's awesome, though. They're all over Steam. I remember playing the Paragon Beta or Alpha for PS4 back in the day, and I didn't like it because I'm not like that's not my kind of game. But I remember it looking real pretty. That was a pretty fucking game.
1: Dude, you got to have like at least three brain cells for that game, unfortunately, and they all have to be working at like the same exact frequency resonance. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, it's not for me. Yeah. It's not for me. <laughs> it's it's a lot, a lot of thinking. I'm more of a plot me in to like fucking Halo Infinite and let me shoot shit. You know, I'm. Yeah. All right. Last but not least, because I already mentioned Marvel's Avengers, we all know about that one. The, the probably the biggest flop of all of these. Well, not biggest, but the most well known. Last one I got here is Crossfire X, uh, developed by Smilegate Entertainment. Uh, born February 10th, 2022, and died May 18th, 2023. That one is also shutting down after a little over a year on the market. And that game flopped I, hard.
1: Dude, I, I just looked it up, and I saw it's really funny, right? So IGN gave it like a 3 out of 10. Yeah, right. That. Uh, here's the best part, I see this, 76% like this video game,
0: Google users, huh? Where? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? On Google Stadia. (laughs) Oh god. (laughs) Yeah, um, so that's just the, that's just scratching the surface of those games getting shuttered. There's been a lot more, I know there's been a lot more, I mean you hear... These aren't games as a service. Well, they kind of are, actually. Yes, they are, I believe. But EA just closed the doors on Apex Mobile, so Apex Legends Mobile is gone, and Battlefield Mobile, gone.
1: Dude, you know what? Massive L for that one, too, because I know a lot of people spent a lot of money on Apex Mobile.
0: Yeah, I I didn't spend any money, but I played it, and I enjoyed it. So, I got I, my question's for you, because I'm curious as to your experience with them. You Do you have a go-to... Like I know, games as a service—they're kind of predatory, in my opinion. My go-to was Rumbleverse for a while, and I guess now it's probably gonna. My go-to is gonna be Apex Legends. But are there any that you actually do enjoy and dive into often?
1: I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I'm a, like call me a big baby ass bitch, but I still like Fortnite. Like Fortnite actually hits hits different sometimes. Like you just want to just vibe. Yeah, it hits well. You know, I like, like I definitely enjoy that. Yeah, I think it's an enjoyable game, you know? Oh, yeah. I like fun. Like, I have fun with it. Yeah. I mean, of all the games listed like that I can think of as, like, games as a service, I used to like Apex Legends. I'm just not... I don't know. It's just... Every time I pop open that game, I, I, it's so sweaty. And if I wanted to sweat, I'd probably just play Tarkov or something, you know? That's there. Um, yeah. When I think of these games, like, I just want to relax, and Fortnite's perfect for that, even though, like, I get dunked on. I by think, ten year olds it's, it's fine.
0: <laughs> I think I prefer Fortnite more, but my friends play Apex. So I'm play I play Apex with them. But I think I do prefer Fortnite more. And I'm because I'm so I say I say games as a service, I think they're predatory. I think microtransactions are predatory by nature. But I'm also a clout chaser. So if I see that there's a cool skin in the Fortnite store, I will buy it if I have the money. Isaac Clark came to, to a Fortnite a while ago, and I didn't buy him, and I wish I had. But I own the Master Chief skin, you know, I own the Marcus Phoenix skin. I, I have put money into Fortnite for no reason other than to make myself look cool, so...
1: Yeah, you know, they have, Um, I think it was either this season or last season, they have the Doom Slayer, they have Geralt, yep, they Geralt. have like, yeah, they have so many, like, uh, I, you know, give them credit where credit's due. That's not easy to pull off to get like your agreements with all these other businesses and stuff like that to come together and go, hey, we're all sitting around a boardroom table and they go, listen, you have IP that can make us and you a crap load of money, so let us borrow it. Like I- that doesn't happen often.
0: No, it doesn't. It's it's the only place where you can find Kratos and Master Chief in the same game.
1: Yeah, and you can Fortnite dab TV. on them with your, with yeah, your you, you know Fortnite dance. Dab, yeah. Yeah. yeah you, you can do all sorts of interesting things with that. You can you can. was that? They had the. Uh, I think it was like what last season they had the, like gravity hammer thing. I don't know what the hell it's called. Like you just. You eat people across the map with a hammer. Like, what other game lets you go dunk on people like that? It's no, like Mario. That that'd be crazy. Mario and Luigi. That'd be nuts. I can't wait for that one. I'm sure they'll they'll pull it out somehow.
0: Do you think Nintendo's gonna let that let that happen?
1: Dude, think about all the money to be had. I don't know, man. They're pretty greedy.
0: It's insane how, like, I'm I'm right there with you. Give credit to where credit is due. Fortnite fucking changed in the industry. It's insane. All these games, I guarantee you, in the board meeting for these games, they said, how can we be the next Fortnite? Well, maybe not Crossfire X, because that's like a first-person shooter, but like, how can we get people to come in here and to spend money on skins and to keep, keep bringing new people in and having, you know, for example, Rumbleverse, the wrestling game. Maybe they were looking for, how can we get a deal with WWE and have The Undertaker skin in Rumbleverse? How can we get... To be the next Fortnite, and it sucks because you know Fortnite may have changed the industry for the worse, but it's also such a creative playground, you know.
1: You know it. Speaking to that point, right? Like, the thing is with Fortnite that's incredible, right? Is they have all that money coming in. That's just one revenue stream, right? Like, think about it this way: Fortnite is like a technical demo for their engine, right? So every time the season changes up and they add a new mechanic, they change the physics, they handle something some differently, they most recently I think ported it from Unreal 4 to Unreal 5. It's a technical demo for their engine too, right? So not only is it you're selling these like commodity like these microtransactions to you know your fan base, right? You that's a giant revenue stream there. But you're also showcasing what can be done on that engine and then they also have revenue streams for any game that gets published using that engine right it's insane it's like fifth dimensional marketing in a one game it's absolutely absurd i don't know if you ever looked at it from that angle but i think it's a very interesting talking point to like epic games
0: as a whole yeah they really struck gold i mean for, to me before fortnite I knew Epic Games as, like, the Gears of War guys, right? Didn't they develop Gears of War?
1: I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, they
0: did. I That makes sense.
1: Yeah, you know what? That makes sense. Cause I remember always seeing the Unreal Engine thing, and I feel like at that time, it was a little bit less common for games to pick up the the mantle of, like, Unreal 3, you know? I know, like, Unreal Tournament and stuff like that. I remember those games, like, way back when.
0: Those games were fire. Yeah, yeah they were. I actually, yeah, that makes th- sense. Back in the day, I remember Epic being the Gears of War guys, and now you say Epic Games, and it's Fortnite and Fall Guys. You know?
1: Wait, they bought Fall Guys too? Now? Oh, yeah, they did. That's right. They, yeah, did. they did. What, yep. le- Dude, this is like 10th dimensional. Like, Oh, oh my God. This is Microsoft levels of uh, schemery going on right now.
0: So when you see those two, like two of the biggest live service games in the world why the fuck did they kill Rumbleverse after six months
1: it was uh that was their paragon their their modern paragon for sure
0: like it must have been that to me is the biggest question mark i guess the player count must just not have been there when it came out it was pretty popular i you know i I remember seeing people stream it and the numbers were pretty good from what like you know from the outside looking in but you know they're six months after launch, they're going to shutter it. And that's fucking heartbreaking for the developers, especially who have probably been working on that game for four years, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like the talent is going to be reabsorbed and thrown, thrown against another project, you know? So like, they're not, I don't think they're losing anything from pulling people off Rumbleverse, you know, but I think it definitely hurts the people as a whole. Like people probably really enjoyed that, you know? Yeah. Um, I think that sucks. You know, the no matter what like if your favorite game dies, like you're going to be pretty sad about it. Exactly.
0: So. And speaking of death. Well, actually, I'm I'm going to I'm going to circle around to that. My last question under this little games as a service topic we have. And this is kind of morbid, but what what game do you think is going next off the top of your head? Cuz I'll give you an example. Me, when I think of what's next, I think of Rogue Company. That game yeah. has to be on its way out.
1: You know what's interesting? I don't think it's going to go anywhere, and I'll tell you why. And I, I, I statistically think I know the answer to this. Like, I, I have the math. You want to hear the math? Let me hear it. Okay. So, Rogue Company is owned by High Res Studios. Right. And High Res Studios is Smite, right? Right. And, like, those ty- Yeah. So, and I think Paladins as well. And, um, Paladins. Their too. Claim to f- yeah. Their claim to fame is they kind of just take other. Company's ideas and then just like make it objectively worse. Or oh oh no, in the or I think in the case of Paladins, I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, but like I couldn't, you can't like sit there and argue it's not an Overwatch clone. You know what I'm saying? But that's what they they do. So I think with Rogue Company, like help me out here. There's a game that was kind of similar to it at the time.
0: That probably may have died. I think yeah, – like, I, I know exactly what you're talking about because me and my brother joke about this all the time. Um, Paladins is Overwatch clone, but then there's also Realm Royale, which is a Fortnite clone, like to the T almost. Do you you know Realm Royale by Hi-Rez Studios?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was, like, the medieval version. It was, like, very cartoony and whimsical and, yeah. It
0: it separated itself because there were classes and stuff, and I had fun with it. I kind of have a soft spot for High Res Studios because I do genuinely like Rogue Company. I just can't, like, there's no way that game is big enough to, like, justify being, I don't know, maybe I'm just fucking butthurt about Rumbleverse being shut down. Because if...
1: I think you are because if honestly low company like, is up I,
0: and Rumbleverse is down what kind of world are we living in dude Listen we got to we got to get serious for a moment because we're, as as we're transitioning out of this topic I learned about this today and going to the graveyard not not the games as a service graveyard the trademarked low gravity games as a service graveyard but on February 16th 2023 EA's 2010 Medal of Honor reboot will shut servers down after more than a decade of being live. I just wanted to throw that in there. Rest in peace to the king, Medal of Honor. You, the Medal of
1: Honor was goaded.
0: We we hardly knew ye. You didn't get the you didn't get the credit you deserved because I fucking adored that game. The 2010 reboot, the modern you know the modern warfare ripoff Medal of Honor. The best. I don't
1: know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Like you said, Modern Warfare ripoff, Medal of Honor. Dude, listen, Medal of Honor. You know, I feel. I feel like Call of Duty did the uh, the switcheroo. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying here. Well, you know, objectively, it, I know it came afterward. But okay, like, I was secretly say. deep down, <laughs> secretly deep down, we all knew.
0: <laughs> I was just going to say. I was like, wait a minute. I'm pretty sure Call of Duty, uh, Modern Warfare, came out first. No, but no, I no we they, we
1: we know. They, they we know.
0: They broke into EA's. Um, war table room or war room and said we're going to steal that medal of honor idea i know it's not coming out for five years but we're going to steal that idea
1: yeah they they tiptoed into the uh into the the locker room slash water watering um what's that thing water cooler talk and they're like hey you got any um secret ideas coming out maybe like a modernized version of medal of honor bro yeah and then they they stole it yeah yep
0: i just want to throw that unfortunate Rest in peace, rest in peace, Medal of Honor. You know, EA, give us another one. Just fucking do it, dude. Battlefield sucks now. Just do it. What do you got to lose? You
1: know You know, I think I think I kind of know where you're gonna segue this into. If I if I'm reading the room a little bit right, you oh, know I, I, EA. I have,
0: I have no segue. oh yeah, no, I do have a segue, you just gave it to me.
1: Yeah, so so like here's the interesting thing about EA is I I, I think what was it like five six years ago? Like the CEO was like, single player games are objectively bad, and you're bad for liking them. By yeah, the way, buy my V bucks. Yeah, right. And then like out of nowhere, we got the Dead Space remake, right?
0: Dead Space remake, which you've been playing.
1: Yeah, it's been um, it's been pain, but like good pain because I'm playing it on the impossible mode. Which, uh, it's just a hard, but extra spicy, you know, you die and then the save file goes from impossible to hard mode and then you lose the, the ability to get the cool rewards at the end of the game. Hmm. I think I'm all the way to chapter eight now and it's, I think eight out of 12 and it's just, oh God, I have PTSD already. It's, it's wild.
0: I have a, I want to, I want to hear more about it, but I have here the current scores for it because I forgot what we predicted the score would be last episode. But it's currently sitting on OpenCritic at an 89, and a Metacritic at an 89 as well. So those are two absolutely fucking insane scores. That's really good for a video game.
1: So I think that those are objectively correct, and I think that like across the board, it should be a dancing on an 89 to a 90. And I would I would actually go as far as saying that this is probably the best remake ever done before. Like there has there's no remake currently before this remake that is better than this remake. And I have, I can prove it with science. Like, I mean that genuinely.
0: Let me hear it. You got this segment all to yourself.
1: You got you. So they, what they did with this remake, which was way different than anything else that I've seen before is they've added things to this game. That's not objectively taking away from the story or they've tweaked mechanics in the game they didn't necessarily need to be there. Um, like, case in point, I don't know if you heard about the security system, the security doors in that game? Security clearance?
0: Uh, you need to turn something off to get something on, or no?
1: Sort of. So, if you recall, you recently played Dead Space 2008, right? Do you yeah. remember how, if you didn't carry around a node in your ass pocket... That there could, you could walk up on a door they required a node to open it up and then you would get like another node in its place, basically. Pretty much, yeah. And then plus loot, plus some loot, right? Yep. So instead they turn that into a whole new mechanic where you need to go collect rigs of fallen like officers or fallen engineers to upgrade your security security clearance for each one that you grab. And then it turns it into this like almost like, um, oh, like a reward for exploration, right? So like now like instead of like okay, you have a creepy dark hallway, but like down the stairs to the left could be some fuck shit, but awesome like a uh, purple item like a rig, and then it upgrades your security clearance and now it gives you the, the option to go back to areas on the ship. That you haven't explored or you pass by, but you needed that security clearance to go in and get the rewards of that room, whether they be like a weapon upgrade, an extra node, some like piece of lore or something behind the door, you know, um, hidden items, loot, whatever you what say you, you know what I'm saying? And I think that was extremely interesting a way to do it. It adds replayability because now it's not like, oh, you just carry a node around. Now you're getting like a security door. No, it like gives you incentive to go back and unlock interesting things, right? That was one of the big things that they changed. So they changed, got rid of the whole pay a node, get a node mechanic and turned it into its own thing, which was fucking awesome. Really smart. Um, and then on top of all that, they then. Um, they added side quests to the game now that come in a little bit later and expand on some characters' side stories and expand on, like, the weird and creepy things that are happening inside the ship, right? Um, like, uh, there's this one side quest that I'm pretty much at the ass end of completing, and um, you remember the Regenerator thing, the Hunter, in Dead Space 1?
0: No, I remember the Regenerator from Resident Evil 4. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so like, okay, so remember like the one necromorph that you just like, it would just hunt you down and then you'd have to blow its legs off or whatever and it would regenerate it, get back up and start hunting you again?
0: Yes, yes I do, yep.
1: Okay, so they expand on that, they expand on that dude's backstory, why did he become like that? And you get a reward for it, so you do this side quest, you figure out what fucky shit happened there, right? And then you get a reward and uh, I can tell you what the reward is or I can leave it a mystery up to you.
0: Let's leave it a mystery for now. Let's leave it a mystery for now.
1: Got gotcha. you. I'll leave it, but you get some cool shit for doing these side quests, right? So I I mean, um they're adding like all sorts of stuff, but it doesn't take away from the core gameplay, right? It doesn't take away from that dread shitty feeling you get going down a dark hallway. They added extra jump scares to like um not jump scares but like added things like ambient things that happen throughout the game that absolutely make me shit my fucking pants like it's horrifying it's horrible this game's horrible don't play it but actually you should play it but don't fucking play it. you're gonna poop your fucking pants um how's
0: how's the sound design i've heard the sound design is incredible
1: bonkers yeah it's bonkers uh it it hurts It, it really does like you hear you be walking down a hallway and you hear shit scuttering around through the vents man you hear things walking around you hear just zombie necromorph noises all over the place man then you know it can go dead silent it can go just cut out dead silent and that's the worst like it literally shakes you to the core like you're used to that ambient noise and the game just knows okay let's fucking turn it off let's make him crap his pants some more right uh the um the whispers and the heartbeat thing that's really cool too so like if isaac visually gets scared like or he's like something intense happens you hear like your heart's like beating out of your chest or if it's kind of a lull you'll hear the whispers like the markers fucking with your head you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like you hear like subtle whispers in the ambient oh it's creepy man crazy crazy sound design
0: i'm uh i'm excited to get my hands on it i love i love survival horror games i had the choice between dead space remake and hogwarts legacy and i took the bullet and i said you know what for the sake of the podcast i'm gonna get hogwarts legacy so then we each have a game we can talk about
1: i also forgot to mention this too this is really cool so you know how i told you that they like changed the gameplay to make it better right yeah. they just turned like they just didn't really change too much i know they did change one mechanic that i think you might find interesting what's up they um you know the zero gravity in dead space one where you just point at something and jump to it <laughs> yeah yeah. Um, in this game, you're not like some leapy boy anymore. You're actually in zero gravity, just like in Dead Space Two. Um, That's better. but like way more refined. Way more refined. Yeah.
0: So, keeping on this topic, would you put your money down that this is gonna beat out Resident Evil Four for you?
1: It's hard to say right now. You know, like you have to, you have to look at it. I guess. Um, I think that. EA did a stellar job on this. And I don't think Capcom is going to capitalize so much that EA did. Like, you know how EA took the thing and said, okay, this is not just a one-to-one remake. This is a whole different game based. Well, not a whole different game, but like a whole different experience, you it's, know, it's from the it's ground
0: a, up and it's modern.
1: Right. Yeah. Versus I'm wondering if they're going to keep the same sort of formula. That Resident Evil 4 had I imagine they will just refine it with a little bit of a modern touch, but without the addition of like New mechanics right or like new side stories to expand on things like that. I don't know if they'll necessarily Dive so deep like EA really did
0: I got my fingers crossed I really this could be This could be the year This could be the year, you know for survival horror Dead Space and Resident Evil
1: you forget you forget this i think silent hill was coming out you're the only one i know that was like actually like no like objectively no i don't care about this
0: no i love silent hill i just don't think it's coming out this year
1: no no we were talking about it
0: remember you're like bloomer team what the oh fuck? yeah so i guess you know why not talk about that right it's sorry i had to no 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 you're, you're right. talking about survival the, horror that, that's a that's a good that's a good topic before i go into Hogwarts Legacy. Um. God, I love Silent Hill. I love I love I think I have become a uh, a Silent Hill guy more than a Resident Evil guy. I've played through almost all of my I the only Silent Hill games I haven't beaten are Silent Hill Origins and Silent Hill 4. All the other ones I have completed. And um Bloober Team or Blooper or whatever the f- whatever the fuck they it's are. Bloober. It's, it's bloober. bloober.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's Bloober.
0: They have no fucking business touching Silent Hill, too. What? Where is the cre? Like, how just don't. So my thing is, you should get a team that has a little bit more of a pedigree, I guess. And when I'm trying to think of teams that I would rather give it to, but you know, you're not, you can't give it to the people who make Resident Evil because it's Capcom. And I was thinking, I was thinking, you know, maybe give it to Monolith Productions, the people who made Fear. I don't even think they're a fucking studio anymore. And they're also owned by Warner Bros. So you probably can't do that. So maybe they saw Bloober Team as a last resort.
1: That uh, Bloober Team, they, um, they've been doing all sorts of horror stuff, right? So they have what? You know, Layers of Fear, Blair Witch, Observer, The Medium, right? But I don't think any of those really hit, right?
0: No, I think... So I beat Layers of Fear 1. And it's like a fucking, what, three-hour game like that? And people really liked it. I felt nothing. You know, Uh, Layers of Fear 2 I skipped completely, but I heard that was pretty good too. And uh, I also beat the Medium, and that was mid as hell. The Medium was... I was super stoked for it, because to me that was like, this is the first horror game for Xbox Series X and PS5. Or not for PS5, because it was a launch exclusive on the Series X. So I got to get into this because this could be the one. And it was just bland as all hell. And it just was not fun.
1: Yeah, I, um, I think I had my buddy play Blair Witch. And the, I think it was the dog mechanic that made him like put it down. I don't know if you played that one. I, I did. you said you did.
0: Yeah, and I, I forgot about that one. I, I put Blair Witch down too for that exact reason. It just wasn't fun. They just... the game... oh, it was, uh... Sorry, what? No, no, you go, you go ahead. I was saying, the, the, the Bloober Team just doesn't make fun games. They don't make good games, I don't think. You know, none of these games we listed are bad. I just don't... I think they're so mediocre and so okay. And I know you were saying when we were talking about this off-podcast that Konami's really hands-on with Bloober Team. Like, Konami will not let let Bloober Team fuck this up, right? But I st- I don't
1: think they can.
0: I don't know. I, I don't have the confidence in Konami as a company anymore. I mean, look at what was their last big game, Metal Gear Survive?
1: Bro, the last Konami game I played was at Mohegan Sun, all right?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Like, <laughs> does Konami even know what's best for Silent Hill anymore? Like, I don't think they do. Uh,
1: I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited for those, uh, you know, Pyramid Head microtransactions. Those are going to be
0: yeah. When Silent yeah, Hill becomes gonna, a, a games as a service game,
1: <laughs> yeah, I gotta yeah, I gotta pull the pachinko machine to go get the pyramid head plushie, to complete my collection. I think the original, like going back to the original people, right? Yeah, I think there's a, one of the original art directors is actually going to be doing the artwork for not only Silent Hill two, but also the new one. Silent um, Hill, you know F. what I'm
0: talking about? Yeah, that one. I mean. Don't get me wrong, I'm excited, and I want them to be good. And like you said before, the biggest thing for Silent Hill is atmosphere, right? You gotta yep. nail it, because the gameplay was never groundbreaking, you know, Silent Hill was a Resident Evil clone, so you gotta nail the atmosphere, because that's what made people fall in love with Silent Hill, is the town. If you if you don't nail that, you don't have anything.
1: I think there's a lot of mystery, intrigue, and ambiance, right? Uh, uh, And that right there is going to be what they need to hit upon, right? Is that intrigue? Why? Like, what is the driving force? Like, what is the story behind this place? We already have an established lore for that, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, it's very well established. People love it. You know, now you just have to really tick the box of, um, you know, we have all the technology now, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, um, with all these engines, right? Like, have you seen some of the things that are coming off these crazy new, like, game engines and all the things that are being done with textures and lighting effects and everything? I imagine that these games are going to look incredible. I just hope that they have the story and the, like, want, you know, to back them up.
0: Well,. By some miracle, we get to see one in the next year or two, which I don't think we will. I mean, we'll see them. We won't play them. I think the chances of us seeing more Silent Hill this year are very, very slim. But, you know, fingers crossed at the Game Awards in December that we'll see some Silent Hill action. You know, maybe a little sneak peek trailer.
1: Knowing Konami, they're going to do some weird cryptic marketing like they tried to do with PT. Remember that? So they'll, like, put out some, like, weird... Like, hamburglar McDonald's ripoff clone game, and then by the end, if you beat it in a specific order, then like it unlocks the trailer.
0: <laughs> I, hope so. I hope so. I hope so. Us Silent Hill fans can't take any more heartbreak. The fact that fucking Alone in the Dark got a reboot announced before Silent Hill did, like, Jesus, fuck me. I mean, no offense to Alone in the Dark fans for the three of you that are out there, but that's insane to me.
1: You know, all three of them listen to this podcast, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm in. They're coming. They're coming for you. I honestly kind of like Alone in the Dark. Not gonna lie. So I don't know why I'm fucking. I don't know why I'm dissing it right now. But
1: that's because it's standing next to Silent Hill. That's the problem, right?
0: (laughs) That's the. Yeah, it's another Rumbleverse fucking rogue company situation.
1: Like standing next to the big boys, get out of the goddamn pool. The big boys are here to swim in it.
0: Speaking of pools, Hogwarts Legacy. (laughs) <laughs> there are pools in Hogwarts Legacy. Tons of them, bro.
1: Dude, I feel like. Alright, so my favorite part about Hogwarts Legacy so far has been that they
0: added, like, the Glock mod to the game. You know what I'm talking about? I, I saw a video on modders ruining it already, and, like, there's people who are playing as Goku and shit in Hogwarts Legacy and stuff.
1: <laughs> I can I- see that. The game. What house did you choose? I chose Kame House.
0: I chose. Uh, Ravenclaw, by the way, because I'm a Ravenclaw. I can see it. I can definitely see that. Anyway, uh, the game itself is really... It's fucking really good, dude. It's really good. I have the scores for that, too. Current Open Critic at the time of recording, it's sitting at 84. And the current Metacritic for Xbox Series X is sitting at a 90. But for PS5, it's sitting at an 85. So I don't know the score discrepancy between those two systems, but you know, mid mid eighties for OpenCritic and like mid to high eighties for Metacritic. I, I guess we'll just average yeah. that out, right? It makes
1: sense though. Think about it, right? Like Xbox Series X is yes. more powerful. Yeah, well, not even that. It's it's like I think it's just PS Five gamers, right? They're just sitting there like, oh yeah, this is not cinematic enough for me. This is not this is this ain't no God of War. Where's Where's Kratos? Get this <laughs>
0: shit out of here, <laughs> huh? I said, where's Kratos?
1: Yeah, literally. Well, I mean, they could have modded them in if they had, you know, you know, like, a, I think an Xbox could do it, you know? I think that's what they're salty about is they can't get the Glock mod on uh, <laughs> PlayStation.
0: I, um, I have about nine hours in the game right now, maybe closer to ten, which is kind of crazy for me because I got the game two days ago. So I usually don't put that much time into games in the span of one weekend. But I was fucking glued to this game, man. I have been... I've had a, myself a kind of a gaming drought lately because there hasn't been much for me to play. I, I was talking last week about that Rhythm Game Hi-Fi Rush. I haven't touched that since last week. And I have been Wingardium Leviosa-ing everything, bro. Like, the game is genuinely really good. There is so much love and dedication to the universe. I mean, I'm not a big Harry Potter guy by all means. I've seen the movies as a kid. I think I read a few of the books. I don't remember which ones. But I'm not a Harry Potter fan, you know? So me seeing the amount of love that Avalanche Studios and Porky games put into Hogwarts Legacy as someone who doesn't like Harry Potter, I just say think, wow, there are so many what we were talking about last week where all the Harry Potter vans who have been like craving and needing a dub in the game department have it. This is like what you this is what you want from a Harry Potter game. You are placed into a house, you create your character. There's tons of clothing options you can choose from to make him your own. Which I wanna I wanna touch back on, one of my favorite features of the game, uh, which has to do with the clothing. And you can roam around Hogwarts, you can fly your, your broom all around the map. You know, which is a fairly large map, and there's tons of things to do in it. You unlock spells, like, and the combat is really good. I wasn't expecting the combat to be as good as it is, but it's very almost like the Batman Arkham Asylum combat where there's dodges, there's parries, there's blocks, but there's also combos you can do, and you work up your combos to use stronger ancient magic. I'm I, I'm very impressed by what this game turned out to be. Like insanely impressed.
1: Did you see um, how lore accurate I think that game is? Like the um, what was it? The avocado spell and what? How powerful it is in that game.
0: I didn't. I didn't see any
1: of that. You didn't see any of that? Okay. Do you want me to expand on that? Because I saw a lot of like a lot of media about that game. I didn't. I'm not actually playing it presently. Like I can't speak for anything like outside of what I've seen. But I thought it was very interesting that it was, like, lore accurate. I can keep. I can go into it if you'd like real quick. Well,
0: yeah, like, how lore accurate, because I'm sure that's something that, um, Warner Bros., they own Harry Potter, right? Yeah, I think so. I'm sure they wanted it to keep as accurate as possible, right?
1: Yeah, so, if you know, as if you've seen the Harry Potter movies, you know how they had that one spell that's really big, bad, evil spell, right? The avocado spell, right? Well, there's three. You know what there's, talking
0: about? It's three unforgivable spells.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right. So, well, it's the biggest one. The big bad one's the avocado one, right? Yeah, it's it Avada Kedavra, that one. Av- Avada yeah. Kedavra, yeah.
0: Holy shit, yeah, how did yeah, you yeah. remember that?
1: Yeah, yeah, Avada Kedavra. Dude, I, I, I will always remember that because I associate it with avocados. That's why I call it avocado spell. That's a good one. Um, okay, and it's yeah. green, so it makes sense. Um, but uh, also, I don't know if you know this, but it's lore accurate, so it literally will one-hit anything in the game. Any time you use that spell, it will one-hit anything. doesn't matter what you put it up against, you will one-hit it with that spell.
0: And it's cool because that spell, you can learn, but you're not supposed to. It is listed as like... And I, I didn't read the spoiler myself, but if you don't care, you can read it. If you do, if you go the path of a dark wizard and you learn the three unforgivable spells, apparently there's something that happens. Like, you get punished in a way. I don't... I don't know anything more than that. I'm going to probably do it in another playthrough, but I don't want to do it in my main playthrough because if I get like killed or kicked out of Hogwarts or whatever, I don't want, you know, I don't want to fuck up my save. <laughs> that I I mean, I didn't know I didn't know that it was like an instant kill, but that's fucking sick. <laughs> that's so cool.
1: Yeah, it's literally like I literally watch videos of like people On, you know, I'm like doom scrolling TikTok and they're just like, yeah, avocado, and it blows apart everything. It doesn't matter how big, how small it is, how ridiculously OP it is, it doesn't matter. It's instant kill.
0: Yeah. Because it's lore accurate. And that's the coolest part. Like, there's. uh, You can tell that they cared about the source material. And that's so fucking cool because, like, I pray that there's an IP that I love as much as some people love Harry Potter. And they get the they get the Hogwarts legacy treatment, you know.
1: Dude, what are you talking about? Like, I already have that. I literally have a body pillow of Isaac Clark. All right. Yeah,
0: but, but like, <laughs> imagine for me, for me personally. I mean, I guess we talked about it last week, but the new Avatar game coming out um, this year or next year, fucking. I need that, you know, I want Ubisoft to take that much love and care of the of that IP and put it into a video game. I do not think they will, but I need them to, because I just, people must be losing their fucking minds, you know, these Harry Potter fans must be losing their minds when they play this game, I think it's so cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, they deserved it, right, like, right. I, I, kept, I made fun of it last week, like, all they have to look back on was a 2001, like, Harry Potter game. Out, like they had that one scene where Hagrid comes out and he says some Buck Wild shit that you, is unintelligible. Yeah, because his voice is turned into a meme or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it turned into a meme, and I fucking
0: love it. I think that should be our outro this week. <laughs> I'm gonna find out. Put it on the outro for sure. I, I'll help you. Out. I'll help you out with that. <laughs> um. Anyway, I was mentioning earlier one of my favorite uh, mechanics of the game that I think needs to be in every fucking RPG. So. Say you get an outfit, like for me, I have an outfit that I wear in Hogwarts Legacy. I don't like wearing a robe. So I wear like a suit that's like Ravenclaw blue with a Ravenclaw scarf on it and shit, right? So I unlock Mm -hmm. all this clothing and I equip it. But then I get better clothing that is ugly, but it looks better, right? Or it's ugly, Mm -hmm. but it, it protects me better. You can equip the better clothing, but then make it look like the clothing you want it to look like.
1: Okay, so, but hold on. Go. Oh, hold on. I'll let you finish, but I have, a, I have to ask about that.
0: So so every time you collect an article of clothing, it's in your wardrobe. So you can sell the actual article of clothing, but that style is in your wardrobe. You know what I'm saying? So like I, I, I have this suit that I wear. I sold the suit because I got a better suit, but the better suit looks like that suit I sold because I like how that suit looks more. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, so they have that in World of Warcraft, right? That's called, they, like, the transmog. So any piece of gear that you have owned or, like, equipped at some point, you can basically pay some money, zap your clothing to make it look like that piece of clothing, right? That's what. So I wanted to ask about that, right? So when you said you could edit the clothing, can you just wear the clothing, or can you actually tweak the clothing a bit? Like, is that possible? What
0: do you mean, tweak it?
1: So, like, so you said you know how you get a piece of clothing and then, like, you can wear it later on. Are you, like, able to, like, edit that clothing a little bit? Like, are you able to put the hood up, hood down, like, yes, tweak you, the sleeves, t- tweak the colors, do so all that stuff?
0: you can't tweak colors because if you get, like, a house robe, it's – the colors are your house. Like, you're not going to be a Ravenclaw but find a Gryffindor robe. You know what I'm saying? But right. you can't you can put the hood up. You can't put the hood down. There are mods. I haven't – I'm 10 hours in. I haven't even learned how to install mods on my clothing yet. This game is fucking massive. It's going to be a time sink. But, you know, you can mod your clothing. You can alter your style, but you can't change colors. However, you can change colors of stuff in your home base, I guess. It's called the Room of Requirement. If you've seen Harry Potter movies, you know what the Room of Requirement is. And it's, like, your personal room, and you unlock, like, you can put an alchemy table and you can change the colors of the wall. You can change the colors of the floor. You can place like furniture and change the colors of that. So there is a customizable hub, but you can't do that to your clothing. No.
1: Yeah. I think that was my ask, right? I was just super curious about that.
0: I it's so that transmog feature in world of Warcraft. I know it's in another game too, that I played before. forgot what it was. But I think that's such a cool feature because whenever I would play Fallout 3, back in the day, I think leather armor in the Fallout games looks the coolest, but by the time you hit level 10, you can't wear leather armor anymore, you're going to get ripped to shreds. So I'm out there looking like a bozo wearing armor that looks ugly as hell just because I want to be protected, you know?
1: Bro, sometimes you just gotta wear pants and have your chest out, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, because it looks badass
1: dude i want to look like um i want to look like anybody from zz top in the harry potter universe
0: yo that's that's my one complaint i i was making my character and i realized that uh i'm supposed to be a teenager so i can't have a beard so i'm like trying to make my character and i'm like where the fuck is the facial hair and then i'm like oh wait a minute i'm like fucking 16 i my guy does not have a beard
1: you know what you gotta do is you gotta go collect the dark arts maybe there's like a a spell that lets you have a beard at the age of twelve.
0: I mean, if that, w- you'd think so, because like magic can do anything, right? But no, not in a not in Hogwarts Legacy.
1: That's pain. They should have like let you invent your own spell for that. Like that should have been a feature. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to go collect the dark arts and like. You 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 get a spell that lets you modify so you can have facial hair at any point you want.
0: And a massive I, I would dong. pay I
1: would pay money for that. A massive
0: cock. Yeah. Huge. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a massive. Um. So anyway, I forgot to ask because I'm gonna give I. So my score for Hogwarts Legacy is there's a little bit of there's an asterisk next to it because I'm not done. But 10 hours is a long time to put in a video game. You know, there are games where the whole campaign is fucking 3 hours, pretty much. I mean, Hogwarts Legacy, for me so far, is like an 8.5 out of 10. I'm incredibly impressed. I think this game's fucking great. And I think if you... Not even if you don't like Harry Potter, but if you like open-world RPGs, you should check it out, because there's going to be shit that makes you smile. You know, it's it's awesome. What about, So, Dead Space, if you had to give it an objective score right now, what would you give it?
1: Um... I'm I'm gonna I think of things two scores right so like objectively I would give it like an if we're are we doing uh let's say I'll do two scores right now so if I'm gonna like fine tune the score I'd give it like a nine out of ten um, objectively I, I don't think that game gets higher than that really right. now the mic score is like this is is this is like a ninety seven out of a hundred I know mm-hmm. like or nine point seven you yeah. know. Like this shit was made with love and it is fucking incredible. Everyone should play it. Um, you will crap your pants. It's awesome. I guess crap your pants isn't a good denoter of a video game. Like I don't think anyone objectively wants to shit their pants, but it's just great. Like stories, there characters are there. Isaac actually speaks now. Um,
0: oh yeah. I did hear that. Yes.
1: Yeah. It, and he reacts to the environment too. I forgot to mention that. So like if you're hurt in a cutscene. He he, be saying hurt hurty boy things. You know yeah. what I'm saying. Versus if you have you have full health, like full confidence, it's just great. Like everyone should be playing that. We got lucky this year already. You know oh, we yeah. have like a nine out of ten of uh, with Dead Space, and uh, basically if you're using the power of rounding up, you know a nine out of ten with Hogwarts Legacy. I just think the only thing that Hogwarts suffers from is the fandom. Yeah, I hate you guys, but I love you guys. Yeah.
0: So. We have two video games coming out. I think one is coming out tomorrow, actually, and I was talking to you about it last week. I'll probably be getting this um, to play over this coming weekend, so I'll come in with a little short review of it next week, but Wanted Dead, I was talking about that briefly last week. It comes out February 14th. Yeah. Very excited for that one. Reviews aren't up yet, but I'm sure I'll have an aggregated score next week as well of you know what it's sitting in, Open Critic and Metacritic and all that. And then next Tuesday... Is the big one. Next Tuesday we got time of cart. It's close. It's fucking here, dude. Wanted dead.
1: I don't go. I know I'm going back. <laughs> it's alright. It's okay. <laughs> I know I'm going back, right? <laughs> I have to. You know what's really interesting about that, I and mean, then we talked about last week, but Ninja Gaiden. It's Ninja Gaiden and Dead or and Dead or Alive. It they looks, had a baby.
0: It looks so fucking badass. Like if it is, is if it plays as half as good as it looks. I have a feeling we're in for another like sleeper hit, you know?
1: Oh yeah. It looks very, very interesting to if, say it,
0: If people you know, if people are curious who are listening and they want to see what we're talking about, obviously just you know search Wanted Dead up on YouTube. It's it's by the time this is live, the game will be out, you know. So I'm very excited. I'm 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 hoping. I'm hoping we have another sleeper hit of the year and there's going to be a game that launches that comes out of nowhere and it's really good. But, you know, we'll see. That's this week's biggest release for me, you know, so.
1: Hell yeah, man. Like, it looks, it definitely be looking wild. There's all, have you seen, you've seen all the trailers. I don't, I don't want to keep talking about Wanda Dead, but like, the trailers are crazy. They're yeah. weird.
0: I've been watching Fuck all of them. It. <laughs> I've been watching all of them. And then next week... We'll probably end up recording before Atomic Heart comes out, or maybe we'll postpone it by a day so we have some time with Atomic Heart before we record. I don't know. We'll see. Either way, those are the two big ones coming out in February for us.
1: I can't wait for Atomic Shark, dude. It's gonna be good.
0: I knew you were gonna say um, that. I literally as you started to. that as you started that sentence, I fucking knew that's what you were going with. I
1: had to. My like fourteen year old brain came back and said, Hey man, that roll's gone. You gotta talk about pooping and farting. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Like I think I think it's gonna be really good, especially considering like what I've seen. You've seen some of the um the then and now trailers for that Ow. game, right?
0: Yeah, and that game looks hard as shit. That game looks like it's gonna be fucking hard, and that makes me nervous. Yeah,
1: I love how we just talked about fecal matter, and then you said hard as shit. I love yeah. it.
0: <laughs> I hope it's not, because I get deterred by difficulty. Um, but yeah, either way, I'm fucking stoked. February is gonna be a good month, man. With that, I think we can wrap up episode two. I think so. Everybody, that was episode two. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week with hopefully a final review of Hogwarts Legacy. Tune in next week. Find out. As soon as I heard, I rushed down from my hut to give you a big congratulations. I know you'll catch the snitch first. I just know it.